the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Second hour, Backbone Radio 2024 is upon us. January 7th, Sunday. We broadcast high-altitude talk radio. We're in the Denver metro area, Salem, Denver. Boy, it's fun to be starting up a new year and a lot of anticipation. And yeah, I do remind folks once in a while, I've started up my wonderful new dental practice. 303-225-7575 is the phone number there. If you ever need like a dental office to just go hang around in, you know, like, you know, hang out and chat a bit, maybe talk about teeth some. But I wanted to get into the J6. And I just want to unfurl a few points about J6 to make the case of why we should be mocking it. Kudos to last caller, Mike, about keen observer of our lifestyle segments and our lifestyle programming. And I might amplify some of that in hour three tonight do some of the lifestyle business of, you know, how do you stay sane in a world in which we are bombarded with electronic, meaningless nonsense, power-mad propaganda at all times? I have figured out how to do it. I've mastered it. And that keeps me in uh, good cheer in spite of it all, most all the time. (laughs) And, um, but J6, ladies and gentlemen, J6. Uh, some people call it Entrapment Day yesterday. But Joe Biden has come out, and he's going to stake his whole campaign, 2024, as long as it lasts. I predict he's going to be out at the Chicago DNC convention. Then the Democrat delegates are going to choose somebody else. But Biden doesn't have anything positive to talk about. He's just been nothing but screwing everything up and ruining the nation in his three years in office Biden voters are embarrassed about the guy. Nobody likes the guy that I've ever heard of. Never heard of it. Never heard of anybody liking Biden. You? Not me. But, um, so they're going to town on the J6 thing, which, in my opinion, was a manufactured deal. A, one of those, uh, one of those propaganda efforts to try to take down Trump and take down the MAGA movement, engineered, yes, by the Democrats, by the deep state, by the agencies, and by the rhinos all involved with that. And there's a reason why we've never gotten to the bottom of a whole bunch of this stuff, because there's too many rhinos in Congress to ever actually bother to get to the bottom of stuff. That Representative Clay Higgins that caller... um, Joe was talking about in the last hour. That's an essential interview to listen to. There's a congressman who's been digging in and says, yeah, there's been, there were 200 feds there that day on J6. And they're the ones who, and I had to text the studio, those are the ones who were breaking the windows. The feds were breaking the window. Well, 
Who knows who were breaking the windows? And it could have been the feds because we don't know who was the fed and who was not the fed. We've never gotten these answers, you see. They like to drag all these things out and hang it over us. And that's how the Beltway tries to get rid of their political opposition, right? Stuff like this. But go, go, just think about a few things. And again, in the context here, we've had 8 million illegal immigrants cross into this country in Biden's era. 8 million. That's more than the population of multiple of our states combined, right? Um, is that an insurrection? Is that a bigger insurrection than a few grandmothers, you know, running around the Capitol on J6 three years ago? Have that perspective. Like, get some real-world perspective here, okay? But, um, yeah, big crowd, J6, 2021. They went to the Capitol, and... Um, where were the guns? They didn't have any guns. There was no guns. The MAGA people that went down to the Capitol, I mean, they are vanguards of the most armed population on the planet, ladies and gentlemen. And if they were really going to be doing an insurrection and try to take over the government, wouldn't they have had their guns out? But um, no, no, they, they did not seem to have their guns out. And if you... Here's a data point or two. United States has 72 million gun owners, 25 million AR-15 owners. That would constitute the largest de facto army in the world, the most armed population in the world. And uh, for this insurrection, no guns. Think about that one just for a second, if you would. Um, and let me get to... Uh, a few, a few other key points as you think about it. You know, like I've already said that, you know, they won't tell you Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray, FBI, they, they will not say how many feds were there in the crowd that day. How many feds were there? They won't say. They've never been made to say. They've always skated on that. Um, and this is one that came out somewhat more recently, and Vivek Ramaswamy made a big point of this yesterday. Truth number two about J6, quote, Capitol Police fired rubber bullets and stun grenades into a peaceful crowd, yet later willingly allowed members of that crowd to enter the U.S. Capitol building, only later to be tracked down, arrested, and imprisoned. So, you see the video of the crowd is... The crowd is peaceful. The crowd is peaceful. And uh, all of a sudden, there's like uh, rubber bullets... And stun grenades fired into the crowd from the feds, question mark? The feds fired in there? Were the feds trying to stir them up? Feds trying to get some good footage of people sort of like, hey, getting shot at? What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, can you say set up? Vivek, very good at pointing this out. Um, another point from Vivek, truth number three. Former Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund requested National Guard support twice before January 6th and was denied both times. Sund was begging for assistance for over 70 minutes before Nancy Pelosi, Sergeant-at-Arms, finally approved Sund's request for support. <clears throat> so, kind of a strange deal about the attempt to not let National Guard in, and that who, who does that fall on? I mean, the Capitol Police Chief, Sund, who's got a book coming out, wanted the support. And Trump wanted that support, too. But uh, 
didn't get it. Pelosi wanted it. They wanted to portray an insurrection. Shoot bullets into the crowd, rubber bullets, get them all worked up, then escort them into the Capitol building. What do you think of that? Here's another one. Truth 4 from Vivek. Steve D'Antuono, the FBI chief overseeing the Detroit field office during the Gretchen Whitmer fake kidnapping entrapment plot where these five individuals, five men, were acquitted due to FBI entrapment, was promoted in the fall of 2020 to lead the Washington, D.C. FBI field office three months before January 6th. Yeah, why, why not connect the Gretchen Whitmer FBI entrapment deal? That's been litigated, and they were let off for FBI entrapment. They bring that same guy in, Steve Duantuono, from Detroit into D.C. right before J6. Oh, what do you think of that? What do you think of that? I mean, you just start adding things up. Ray Epps, I've, been, I've done hours on Ray Epps over the years around here. And, gosh, you watch the videos of Ray Epps, and he's dressed up in what looks like a little too neat Fed-looking costumes. You know how those go. And he positions himself in front of people and is saying, we go into the Capitol. That's where our problems are. We go into the Capitol. It's that way. It's right over there. Right after the speech, we go into the... And he's all over the place saying this stuff about going into the Capitol. And he's the guy the New York Times wrote favorably about... And a um, bunch of the rhinos and Liz Cheney people were, like, all favorable on this guy. And finally, a year or two later, he gets slapped with a disorderly conduct thing. But he's the one guy who was doing all this stuff on camera all over the place, recorded, and never gets uh, the prisoner treatment, never gets the hostage treatment, gets the loving treatment from New York Times. And then they never really said if he was a fed or not, if you look at how they parse their answers. Ashley Babbitt of the Air Force. Thank you, Great American Eric. Ashley Babbitt was the only murder on that day. Some say Roseanne Boylan may have been murdered that day, Trump supporters. But none of the five cops, they say, that Biden's still saying five cops were killed that day. He went to their field. They were not. The only murder was of a Trump supporter. All right, I got a bit more. Hang on. On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker, News Talk 710, KNUS. The other day I was doing some Christmas shopping. I happened to be up in Boulder. And don't lose this song just yet back there. And I heard this song playing in the store I happened to be in. And I was like, man, that is the first time I have ever heard this song outside of Backbone Radio. And so I had to mention it to the proprietor. I said, hey, you guys have a pretty darn good playlist around here. And I've never heard this song anywhere outside of Backbone Country. And I think that they took that, uh, oh, bring it up, bring it up. Let's hear this solo. 
like Johnny Cash style. Here we go. Bring it. Yeah, there we go. A little bit of dry town action from, uh, oh, what's her name? What's her name? I'll get her name here in a minute. And it's one of the funniest songs you ever listened to about this uh, gal that ends up in a dry town and just doesn't know what to do with herself. But hey, oh yeah, Jillian. Jillian Welch. Should I say the name of the store? Ah, uh, yeah, it's Nor it's Norwegian. It's Norwegian. You ever heard of Amundsen Sports? Amundsen Sports, they've got some pretty good ski gear, may I say. I thought some of the family members needed some Amundsen ski gear. And, uh, yeah, whenever I'm in there, they've got, like, the grooviest backbone soundtrack, and they got, what, Norwegian wool on the on their shelves? There's There's something going on here, something going on, something groovy going on. Anyway, wanted to just get a. I'm just kind of making this case on J6 as an op, as a Fed surrection. The Feds were doing the insurrection. It's time to go after them. After them, ladies and gentlemen. And they've done such a hash job of running this country in the past three years since they, should I say, Stole the election. They've done such a hash job running this country. that This is all they've got is this little thing that they manufactured and made up and engineered and plotted out and planned out. Yeah. And these gentle grandmothers not deigning to touch the velvet ropes. But going through that list, um, yeah, Ashley Babbitt of the Air Force, and some of this is from... My own list, some of this is from Vivek Ramaswamy and other places. But Vivek says, truth number eight about J6, the only person murdered on January 6th was Ashley Babbitt. Yesterday, her family filed a $30 million lawsuit against the federal government over her shooting. The lawsuit alleges that the officer who shot Babbitt had a record of gunplay and that his police powers were suspended in the past for, quote, failing to meet or complete semi-annual firearms qualification requirements, end quote. And that Officer Bird got himself promoted after he gunned down Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. Um, and then another one, the pipe bombs. Thanks for the... Lisa sent me a text on that. The pipe bombs at the DNC... What was that all about? And there's a video of the pipe bomber. And the FBI has never, like, bothered to find out who the pipe bomber was. Oh, because, anyway, I've done the pipe bomber segments before, but that whole thing is a real racket on the pipe bomb thing, which Sundance at the Treehouse says was an insurance policy. If things didn't get violent enough at the Capitol after the Fed started shooting the bullets into the crowd, rubber bullets, that uh, they could then blow up these bombs or whatever they were, maybe they didn't even work, at the DNC to sort of get their whole entrapment thing going. And uh, why all along did they hold the videos back? Why wouldn't they let all the videos out? Why would they have to control that and cherry-pick the videos and choose the videos after they shot the rubber bullets into the crowd and the people are kind of getting all riled up? After being shot at, they cherry-pick the videos and then why is it so hard for Speaker Johnson to just get the videos out for us? Yeah, all of this stuff. And why, why was BLM and Antifa, you know, why did they burn down all the billions of dollars of damage to this country? And then they're like, 
off scot-free. No rule of law for them, right? And by the way, I saw some stuff about they wanted Trump to go to the Capitol. Pelosi was really wanting Trump to end up at the Capitol because then they could have really done the insurrection narrative. But Trump did not go to the Capitol, and I think they were quite disappointed that, oh, no, Trump's not going to the Capitol. Oh, bummer. So what do they do? They manufactured this story, complete pile of lies, that, you know, Trump was in the beast, in the limo, and he jumped over to the driver and grabbed the wheel, and he wanted to go to the Capitol so badly, he wanted to be there. You see, you see, you see how that clicks, that connects? That they wanted Trump to the Capitol. They were expecting him to go to the Capitol, but he didn't. So they had to manufacture this thing from, uh, oh, what was the name of the, of the woman that uh, came up with that stupid idiot story? Got herself on TV a lot, making up that stupid story about Trump diving over Secret Service agents and wrestling the control of the wheel of the beast. The limo. Yeah, you see, you see, you see. Mockery, folks. Mock this J6 thing. It's fallen apart. And Julie Kelly says that. She's, the whole thing has fallen apart. They know they're losing it. And they know that's all they've got. It's all they've got is to hang their hats on after their desecration of this nation the last three years is this J6 thing that they fabricated, the Fed's erection. Yeah. So I think Biden going after this is his main thing is looking pretty weak. Pretty weak, ladies and gentlemen, if you want my opinion. And I could keep going on J6, but I just want to get a few of those things out there to get folks thinking a bit and let's uh let's get on the phones and say hello to jay next up in castle rock hello jay welcome hey matt great job on all the facts you're uh telling everyone and your callers are bringing in right on um, and texters too real, yes oh yeah real quick uh steven's son who was the capitol hill police uh chief chief of police at capitol hill yep s-u-n-d steven's son mm-hmm. yeah he, uh, of course, wanted to have the National Guard there, and Cash Patel, who was liaison for Trump at the time, has given statements about the fact that they wanted at least 5,000, maybe 15,000 Capitol Police. And he said in his statement to Congress recently that they would uh, not allow it. And Nancy Pelosi had made the decision. She was in charge of the security for, for that position as speaker. So first they set up bicycle racks. Remember, there were no barricades, bicycle racks. That's what those people were standing hmm. behind. And second, what he uh, was then terminated after this went over by the horrible situation that occurred, and he knew the facts, and, and now we do as well. But isn't it interesting that if you watch these videos of, oh, the other thing, this fake January 6th committee with, the Wyoming Cheney, uh, Liz Cheney, Adam Schiff, the biggest liars on the yeah. planet. I mean, that's just not not helping trust there. They wouldn't interview the chief of police of the Capitol Hill hmm. supposed insurrection. Now, that just tells you everything. It does. Doesn't and, it? And one, one other thing I wanted to bring out. I hope you have just a minute. 40 you know, seconds. Federal, okay. Federal facilities like that have the ability to pull vehicles out, even sometimes trash trucks, snow plows, 
commercial vehicles to surround buildings when there's a situation like that. None of that was done. They put a bicycle rack up just like you see at a high school. How, what, what entrapment is that? Entrapment. Entrapment day. They wanted this, man. They wanted it so badly. And they got a little bit, but what they got, they manufactured. They were hoping for more, I think, as I reflect upon this. But, Jay, you're adding, adding great points to all this. Thank you, sir. Talk Thank soon. You. Listen to podcasts of Backbone Radio with Matt Duck at 710knus.com. One of the best live tunes ever, Peter Frampton, Show Me The Way. Yeah, we like to think we're showing the way around here. And yeah, as Peter Frampton, you know, you see those videos of him doing that tune in the 70s. He's got all this, like, huge hair, huge, curly, big 70s hair. And then you see pictures of him these days, and he's, he's like, got no hair. No hair. And I do want to know, was, was Frampton wearing a wig in the 70s, like, for the whole decade? Was it all wig? Or did he really have that much hair? And then it just sort of departed one way or another. You know, that's that's kind of how it goes, right? I mean, you tend to lose some over time. But he really went from like a surplus to a major deficit. A little too radical. Could, arouses my suspicions. You want to weigh in on that, Blake? What do you think? Gotta be a wig. You think wig? All right. It's out there. It's out there in the in the ether now. <laughs> but we're talking about J6, and one other little thing that's kind of a clincher is that Donald Trump came out and tweeted on January 6th a, a tweet about peace. Hey, go home. We're the party of law and order. And then Twitter deleted it. They didn't want his his notes of peace out there. And here's his January 6, 2021 tweet, which the Twitter censors, which we know is the FBI and the deep state at that time, quote, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law of our great men and women in blue. Thank you. End quote. That's Trump's J6, 2021 tweet for peace. Ladies and gentlemen, and they deleted it. They didn't want the word out. Why? Because they wanted to convey the impression of an insurrection. Yes, and then Trump recorded a video here. Did he not? He recorded this. And this was also suppressed and deleted on YouTube and all the fascist platforms run by the deep state on social media. I know you heard we had an election 2021. that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great 
people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election. But we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. Now, why would the uh, censors banish and eliminate that tweet? Why would they ban Trump from Twitter permanently after all this? You see, now I, I've thrown out like 25 points here. And are you still going to be the kind of person that sits around and says, well, J6, you know, I got to support the regime. I got to support democracy. You got to wake up and pull your head out of whatever. This was a manufactured deal, folks. And all of those like 20, 25, did I say like 50 things? Add them all up and you get the picture. You do. But there's some people out there that want to be scared by it. We almost lost it all. There's going to be some commentators who just benefit from supporting the regime. Yeah, they're going to still support the regime and support this tottering, groaning pillar of establishment power. No, thank you to the phone lines and apologize. If you can just keep on hanging on, we'll be saying hey to everybody. They're full. Charlene in Little Rock waiting the longest. How you been, Charlene? Oh, fine. Well, let me just get right into it. Congratulations on your uh, stream of consciousness and all of your points. I don't know how you you do it more succinctly and concisely than any other radio talk show host. Um, so I nominate you for uh, Rush's replacement. But let me tell oh, you. Oh, yes. Gosh, uh, Charlene. Call more. Call more. One of the songs that you are leaving out, I ask, I've asked you to play this in a tweet to you. Saturday night at the Twist and Shout by Mary oh, yeah. Jason Carpenter. That's the one where and she mentions Yoakum, right? Yes, and it's Zydeco music, and it's fiddle music. It's the best happy music you've ever heard. But, you know, I, I, here's my thought. The headlines are written a year ahead of time. Uh, the media, and, and, you know, there's a burden of awareness. And, and you know, it's, it's, I'm not bragging, but it's like the day after one six. I knew it was an inside job. I knew it was manufactured. But, you know, if I told a few of my closest friends, even they're like, yeah, right. Because the media, you know how I knew it? The media was pumping and pushing the story so hard. Anything they pump and push so hard yep. is, is, is trying to move the masses to their predetermined outcome. What yeah. they want us to think. Like the Russia and Russia they, hoax and the Jesse Smollett yes, hoax and, they, and, they and the, the fine people the, hoax. And right. you see, it's the whole well, history of hoaxes. It's all they've got. And now they're going to do the J6 hoax. Right. And, they're, and they're using, you know, I hate to say the Hegelian dialectic that throws people off, but it's just a simple tactic that uh, the, the communists use is to create, a, you know, a controversy spin up a reaction, which they manufacture, and then say this is the outcome. We're going to imprison these people, and these Trump supporters are dangerous. And therefore, uh, 
we've got to, you know, put Trump in prison because he's leading dangerous people. That's their predetermined outcome. And they use the media to deliver that predetermined outcome. Oh, yeah. And anytime totally. you can something it, then, and they, they probably already had the headlines written on what they were going to say on the next month following that and then what they're going to say on the next six months following that. And then they have contingencies, you know, if the public's not buying it, then they pump it up or they do a little twist to it. And, you know, you outlined so well the 20 things where it was all them attempting to sell it to us and people were buying it because they were listening to mainstream media and they hadn't learned to discern yet, you know, what the truth was. But it, but it, it, it is the, the, the media uh, propaganda playbook that they're using to to separate this country this country into you know patriots and those that are supporting the regime and they want to paint us as bad and and them as good but you know i'll just say uh so i knew that but one reason i knew all that is because you know i grew up in arkansas and i saw how the clinton regime worked yeah and you know you know william barr and and you know i when you were like, William Barr's going to save us, you know, and you didn't say that. But, you know, we were kind of hoping he would turn out good. I knew how he had been involved in Arkansas politics for years. And then Durham was just a stooge. I mean, and you know how I knew he was a stooge? Because the pictures, images they were pushing on the media of him looking like the tough guy. Oh, he was going to get all of them for oh, us. Oh, yeah. Exactly. He was tough. But, you know, if you looked at him in another picture, he's like a little pussycat. He's not tough at all. But they used that real mean, glaring, you know, pinched eyes look to make us think he was really going to go after all these awful bureaucrats. But you just start and, adding and, and, it up. It's always some exactly. trick, some it's stunt to stay in power. And they pump it through the echo chamber in the media. And they think they can get a fair majority in the media to buy what they're selling. The only thing is that's not working anymore. People do not trust the media. Look at the off. numbers they, on that. They, they weren't able. They weren't able to shut Musk down. So people are and they weren't Twitter able to shut Twitter is down. huge so under Musk. Talking. People are talking, and that's what they're working on next. How to how, how to shut them down? But you know what they're really pushing for, and you know I'm on this diatribe soliloquy but anyway i just want to sum it up what i think in my mind they're pushing for is a civil war and that's why they're letting trump roam free so they got a you know a leash on them they're still letting them go to rallies because they want us divided against each other because it's easier for them to conquer a nation when it's divided against each other and you know if you just look back to the russian uh, revolution those people they turned the peasants against the farmers against the middle class against the, you know, the white Russians who were the elite at the time. And they were international bankers from Central Europe. The Bolsheviks weren't even Russians at all, but that's how they destroyed that nation and implemented communism for the next 90 years. So I, 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 I don't, I want us to love liberals because these liberals are just being fed stuff. It, it, it's, it, Right. They and, can't see through it, right. a lot of them. Some of the people, they, they just can't, can't see, see through, through it. We cannot turn against each other. The people cannot turn against each other. All right. So uh, what I want to say positive, Tom Cotton's endorsing Tom Trump, I mean, Trump, finally. And and then we've got Bricks coming along, which is going to be... Scalise uh, did the endorsement. Yeah, they're coming around. Yeah. And we've got Bricks, which is the antithesis to some of these Western hegemony that we've got going that's so evil and then you've got great advertising oh unfortunately here's the wall but charlene so well done beautiful charlene 
Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader, News Talk 710 KNUS. about this song that I just like it. Kind of a mellow, kind of bland, but there's something about it. No Excuses by Alice in Chains. And Sundance at the Conservative Treehouse talks about the pipe bombs, and this is the best explanation for the pipe bombs I've seen. Quote, The J6 pipe bombs were the FedSurrection insurance policy in the event the feds couldn't get the crowd to comply with the FBI provocations. If no one stormed the Capitol, the finding of the two pipe bombs would be the emergency to shut down the process, end quote. And, of course, the FBI, right before Biden's fire and brimstone threat to democracy speech the other day, yesterday, FBI puts out this... uh, Five, this tweet, $500,000 reward remains in effect for information about Capitol Hill pipe bomber. Yeah, so they put that out there like they're still really looking for the pipe bomber. When, uh, yeah, um, are they looking for one of their own there? Yeah. Anyway, folks, the regime is falling under the weight of hoax after hoax after hoax after hoax and stunt and trick to keep themselves in power. But then they get in power three years of screwing up foreign policy, domestic policy, Biden embarrassment, pratfalls one after another. They're falling under the weight of that. And the J6 manufactured entrapment thing, not going to be enough to carry them through. They're getting worried. They know they're losing it. They know the pillars of their power are cracking and crumbling. And more and more people are waking up. And it's time to mock it. As Scott Adams, the Dilbert guy, is doing, he's relentlessly mocking this J6 thing and Biden's speech on it. Dementia Hitler is what is trending on Twitter. Biden goes up, threat to democracy, dementia Hitler, dementia fascism. What do you call fascism when Joe Biden is at the helm? You call that dementia fascism, ladies and gentlemen. Brian in Arvada is on board. Thanks for hanging a minute, Brian. Wow. Uh, how are you doing, sir? Happy New Year. Mr. Dunn, how are you doing? Well, we're pretty good. We're starting out, you know, just right on track, I like to think. Well, I was a little upset that you took New Year's off. I mean, I was kind of, you know, wanting to go out of the year listening to your opinion and whatnot. Man, we could have a fun New Year's party here, but uh didn't quite... Get it to come together this year. You know how it goes. Well, did you stay up to watch the uh, the ball fall? I did not, actually. Believe it or not, I managed to get some kind of a fever, and I was skiing and uh, was uh, had to cut my day short because I uh, got some kind of fever or flu or something. And I was like, oh, man, that's interrupting my skiing. You oh, got well. COVID. You should have got the shot, you numb nuts. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, it might have saved me. You, you didn't know? listen to Fauci, evidently, so your ass ruined your trip. Yeah, well, 
But hope you had a good one, sir. And, yeah, what are you thinking about all this stuff we're talking about tonight? Okay, guys, the January 6th thing. Okay, let's all grow up. Just like every kid spouting out, 200 this. I mean, guys, we know it's a scam. We know it's an entrapment thing. Now, think about it. Antifa, okay? These guys were literally renting U-Hauls, bringing bricks and dropping them off on street corners to destroy cities. Hey, we can't find who that guy is. It's a mostly peaceful protest, Brian. I'd be darned if we can't find out Grandma. You know, she's rolling up in the Capitol. When when Bobby over here, the police officer, maybe it's your cousin, that Harry Dunn guy. Is that your cousin? Probably. Probably. Got a lot of feds who are in my family. But remember, well, C- he CNN. Well, might be twice removed. CNN's got their cameras on an entire city block burning down flames 60 feet high, and they're like, oh, mostly peaceful protest here, this BLM protest. Mm-hmm. Well, Rule they of could law. find the leader of the, you know what's funny is they could find the leader of the Proud Boys. Oh, guys, we figured it out. We, you know, we broke the mystery. But. As far as Antifa, I mean, these guys are renting U-Hauls, sending them across state lines, they're setting up brick points. Hey, you know, we really haven't found out that leader, but you guys live in an equal system of justice. Just trust us. It's all going to be okay. Yep, yep. They're looking out for you, Brian. They care about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole thing's <laughs> dumb. So we know it's a scam, so we just got to admit it's a scam. And that's why, I like... uh you and Randy, you guys are at least willing to, you know, tell the truth and whatnot. Well, you know, when you see a psyop, when you see a hoax, when you see a scam, you got to call it out, right? And it's too bad that you never get to debate the issues these days. You always have to debate the hoaxes and the stunts that, you know, the deep staters are pulling. That's that's life in the last, what, eight years. Say la vie. Yeah, we all got to wake up. And Griswold. Hey, this is the uh, this is the person in charge of our election integrity. Okay, she's been on every left wing nut job, you know, uh, uh, news organization. Yeah, yeah. I think did uh, you hear her run her mouth with Joy Reid? Did you guys see that interview? I think it was a Wednesday or Thursday. It was just hideous. MSNBC, huh? That's a very neutral, nonpartisan cable outlet there, huh? Well, now, Joy Reid said, hey, you know, since we can knock, uh, you know, Trump off the ballot in Colorado, why can't we do it to Boebert? She was, uh, you know, she was a cons- she was part of the conspiracy. She, she was, a, you know, so that's where they went. And then, uh, you know, the old... Uh, Old Griswold said, well, you know, there are laws and stuff like that. I'm going, she just completely contradicted herself in the same sentence. I mean, the the gal's a nut job. Mm -hmm. She's a weirdo. Elise Stefanik, representative from New York, has this tweet. Colorado's Secretary of State championed the decision to remove Trump from the ballot. Now it has come to light that Jenna Griswold attended a private fundraiser for Joe Biden's campaign. And Stefanik says Democrats are resorting to illegal and unconstitutional election interference in an attempt to prevent Trump's inevitable return to the White House. End quote. Yeah, Griswold apparently going to a private Joe Biden fundraiser, according to Representative Stefanik. 
Hmm. You, you know what we're being ruled by? We're being ruled by a mafia, but they have no guard rules. Or guardrails, my, my apologies. They'll, they'll do anything. In the old days, the mafia at least had guardrails. They said, hey, guys, we really can't affect the public and stuff, but, you know, we're going to scam here and there and that. But we're not going to sell, sell the country out to foreign entities. Even the mafia was better than what we're being ruled by. They're just a mafia with no guardrails. We got to call it what it is. It is what it is. The and mafia then, you probably know, at least fix it or not. They probably cared about Sicily and Italy a little bit. But by the way, for the record, the Supreme Court February eighth is going to pick up this Colorado ballot caper, which was funded chiefly by George Soros and a lot of very unserious people somehow in tow to that George Soros money. And, uh, yeah, they don't seem to care much about democracy. They want to control who you can vote for or not. They're disenfranchising you and me, Brian, all of us. Blake's well, being, you know, you know, being disenfranchised. You know what's, you know but he's what's on funny, the ballot. Mr. Dunn? You know what's funny, Mr. Dunn? What's funny? I mean, come on. We all got it figured out. Okay, January 6th was a scam as an FBI operation. We all got to figure it out. I mean, think about it. Epstein, the only person to ever be killed in that jail. Okay, and then, hey, they're not prosecuting. We all know what's going on. It's just whether we're willing to uh, face it head on or we're going to go, well... well stop pretending. Uh, I guess. See, that's the thing. is You yeah, don't want to pretend. We're either going to make it... And I don't want to pretend as a host. in front of us. No pretending. Backbone Radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.